0: Hello, I'm Will Green, and welcome to a special series of podcasts focusing on Guernsey and the climate crisis, supported by the International Sustainability Institute, Channel Islands. Running alongside COP26, the 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference in Glasgow, we'll be speaking to key local players about the issues surrounding this climate battle. Today, we're focusing on energy, which is at the centre of the UN's goal of limiting global temperature rise to 1.5C. But just how green is the energy we use in Guernsey? And how far have we got to go on the transition to real clean power? I spoke to Stuart Blondel, Chief Commercial Officer at Guernsey Electricity. Stuart, we all use electricity. How green is Guernsey's energy in reality?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, I think, you, I mean, you mentioned two words there, electricity and energy, and I think it's important to make, uh, to distinguish between the two. So, I mean, if we start with electricity, um, the electricity that, uh, that we consume on Guernsey is, is very green, actually, it's very low carbon. Um, it's, it's sourced from, uh, from, from renewable generation um, sources in Europe uh, predominantly. Um, uh, however, we do top up that, that supply with, uh, with, with some electricity produced from diesel-fired power station. Um, so it's a mix, um, but n- more than 90% uh, of the electricity we use in Guernsey is, is imported from renewable sources. And
0: when you talk about low carbon, what, what does that mean? Does that mean nuclear? Does it mean wind power? What does that mean?
1: Well, low carbon can mean nuclear, but it, but in the case of Guernsey uh, and, and Guernsey Electricity, what we import is certified to be from renewable sources alone. Uh, so that involves hydropower. Uh, solar power, wind power, uh, and and not uh, not nuclear power, as you suggest. Um, that previously was part of our supply mix, but from uh, January 2020, uh, we transitioned completely to renewable imports. As I say, that's supplemented then by uh, by a small proportion of uh, of on-island diesel power generation uh, and a small proportion of local solar power, which is also renewable. And just uh, for for clarity,
0: it's not just a paper exercise. This is not. You get given a piece of paper saying, yes, this is from renewables and somewhere down the line, it's actually from another source.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a, yeah, this is a topic of debate um, we, we see a lot. And, uh, you know, the important thing to remember is that there is a market mechanism. Um, it's called Guarantee of Origin uh, that allows us to be assured of the source of the electricity that, that is being consumed on Guernsey.
0: How fast is Guernsey moving down the road to clean energy? Are we going fast enough? And what's Guernsey Electricity's role in that?
1: OK, yeah, well, I think that comes back to the start of the last question. I talked about electricity and energy and the need to understand both. So, you know, when I talked about electricity being being very, um, very low carbon, that's in the context of the wider energy market. Uh, and electricity only represent, represents about 30% of the energy that's consumed on Guernsey. Um, so the, the rest of the energy comes from things like oil and that might be oil to heat your home or, or to, 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 to run your vehicle uh, or even to uh, for aviation or marine fuels as well. Um, so there's oil that represents a big proportion of um, of the energy supply mix in Guernsey, maybe two thirds. Uh, and then there's uh, a, a relatively small proportion of gas uh, and then some solid fuels as well, so wood and coal and that sort of thing. Um, those, uh, those fuels are quite carbon intensive, they do have a, a, a much higher carbon intensity than, than the electricity we supply, uh, and because there's still sort of 70% of the of the energy mix supply mix is coming from fossil-based sources, uh, there's still a long way to go.
0: And and how can we go faster on that road? Does it need more investment from against electricity?
1: How, how do we take this forward? Yeah, I mean investment is required. Uh, that the, the 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 transition to uh, a low-carbon economy um, to renewably sourced energy from from away from fossil based energy is a transition i think it's really important to remember that uh, and you know you've seen in 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 the uh, in the in the cop twenty six some countries making commitments twenty fifty 2050, twenty fifty five twenty seventy you know it's every every country every jurisdiction sees it as a transition a journey from where we are now to where we want to get to so it is a journey of change um... one way to create a you know a net zero energy system is through electrification because as, as i've already said electricity is a is a low carbon energy product or you know you know, in our case, predominantly a renewable uh, energy product. Um, that that transition towards electricity means that there's, there's more demand on the electricity system. Um, now that requires investment uh, in the in the power grid, um, but there's also an underlying need to continually invest in the power grid anyway. You know, infrastructure doesn't last forever. It does has to be does does have to be replaced and renewed. Uh, and then, uh, as it's replaced and renewed, can be upgraded, built bigger, essentially to to accommodate the demands of the future. So I was curious, if we all went out and bought electric vehicles tomorrow would the network, electricity network in Guernsey, be able to cope with that? Well, I'd, I'd say it's an interesting question. I've, I have been asked it before. I, I would say two things back at that. Obviously, the likelihood is zero. Um, so that's a good starting point. Uh, and, and also the second thing, if everybody were to go and buy an electric vehicle tomorrow, would everybody plug it in at the same time? Uh, and the likelihood of that is very low as well. Um, I, I would say about electric vehicles, I think they're they're a fantastic way for Guernsey to decarbonise, to move forward. Uh, forward further towards net zero um, they do uh, use electricity obviously and that does require um, the grid to be capable of, of, of supplying that electricity but one of the best things about electric vehicles is they have inherent storage so they have a battery um, in, in the vehicle itself and that means you, you've got the option to choose when you use the, the when you charge the vehicle when you use and draw power from from the electricity grid uh, and there's ample um, capacity on the network, particularly in off-peak periods, uh, overnight, for example, um, where plugging in electric vehicles wouldn't create a massive problem uh, on the system as a as a whole. So, you know, I'd really encourage people to um, you know who do have electric vehicles and are, and are looking to buy electric vehicles to make sure they do um, charge their vehicles or, uh, during off-peak periods. Now there's lots of reasons for that, not only for um, to ensure that the grid remains stable, but also uh, under the um, you know under under the electricity pricing, it means you can charge your your vehicle for for cheaper, which is great. Uh, and also the way we source electricity, as I've already mentioned, we import as much as we can from our connections to Europe and then we top that up using diesel power generation. Now if you plug your car in, Uh, at a time when we're topping up with diesel power generation then the electricity that's put into your car during that period is going to be um, driving us to to generate more using diesel power whereas if you charge that vehicle overnight then um, you can be assured that it's being charged from from renewable uh, energy.
0: Do you think there's other things that need to happen politically and and economically to speed up this transition?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, Speeding up the transition is is something that needs to be considered very carefully. I, I think what's more powerful is absolute clarity on on goals and aims, not necessarily the need to accelerate all the time. Um, because as I said at the start or a bit earlier, it, it's a transition. Um, it has to be managed. Um, it has to move at a pace that can be accommodated, whether that's through grid, grid infrastructure or even the ability to, to purchase. Um, you know, electric vehicles or electric heating systems. And and, and naturally, people will roll through those technologies as well. You know, like you said, what if everybody bought an electric? Well, they're not going to because people will run a vehicle for a certain period of time, own a vehicle for a certain period of time before reinvesting in another one. So it is a transition and it needs to be managed. And as I say, I think the most powerful thing is to make very clear um, goals and milestones on that journey uh, and, and stick to them. Do you think the government is providing that clarity at the moment? I would say the government's put out an energy policy which gives very clear, high level milestones as to the rate of transition. Uh, and you know and some interim milestones as well which is really important to work towards Um, the the Guernsey energy policy does talk about a 2050 net zero target or sooner so the door is open for you know for, for doing things sooner but as I say the most important thing is to if we if we consider doing things quicker or accelerating we have to do that in a managed way
0: absolutely and I guess one of the big controversies one of better word recently has been around regulation Guernsey is quite unusual because You know, electricity is a monopoly provider in Guernsey, or it has been traditionally. Obviously, there are people wanting to enter into the market. They've got licences, particularly around renewable. How does that fit into the mix? Because we are a small place, what's going to deliver that energy transition quicker? The kind of model you've got, or one where there's more entrance into the market? Uh,
1: I I would say the... You've got two. You've got two sides of, of the equation in a way. So there's a, a supply side of the equation, uh, which actually provides electricity via a you know via a, a power grid to consumers, uh, and that supply of electricity is as I've already said is predominantly decarbonised. So that's a very strong, um, you know, that's a very strong rate of progress there. Um, on the other side, it's the the demand side of the equation, uh, and as I've said, about 30% of the energy demand is is actually electrified. Um, so I I think that's where the efforts uh, and the focus should be is about actually electrifying the the, the, the 70% of energy usage uh, and decarbonising that 70% of, of, of energy usage that's not currently supplied through electricity. And is
0: Guernsey Electricity best place to do that or is it this mix of other suppliers as well?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I think with all energy systems, you, you start to see a, a you know a mixture of of different solutions. Um, I would say I I think the grid's a strong solution. Um, the grid provides electricity, you know, when you need it, at any time you need it. Um, re- whereas, you know, we do know that renewables have some challenges with intermittency. Uh, and, and that doesn't mean that, that there's a fundamental problem. It just needs, means that they sometimes need supplementary solutions to provide that electricity when the renewable system doesn't, doesn't do that. And that might come through a grid or it might come through other technologies.
0: Quite often we hear about people saying, oh, let's build a wind farm off Guernsey, you know, let's do this, let's do that. Is that actually really a good idea or are we better off almost buying a wind farm in the south of France or saying to EDF or whoever the energy supplier is, if you'll build a new wind farm, we'll buy five of them. Is it actually a more efficient way of doing it and provide more decarbonised results?
1: Uh, it's a it's a question about um, it's really a question about what is the risk appetite or the desires of of the island um, in terms of the overall source of 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 where our energy and where our electricity comes from. So yeah, I mean, using that example, you could build a wind farm off Guernsey. Um, that wind farm will need to be connected to Guernsey by a cable. Now Guernsey's already connected to lots of wind farms, lots of hydro plants, and lots of solar power by a cable. Uh, and those all reside in Europe Um, so really what we're talking about is do we want to have um, a local provision of renewable electricity um, or do we are we comfortable purchasing from uh, from a a larger wholesale market and that really is a a matter of um, you know independence and and a a risk consideration Um, the tricky or the the challenges I suppose with installing renewables locally and we've already talked about this a little bit is the intermittency of it and that has to be managed so you know we farms are actually one of the the better technologies in terms of their availability, but they're still only around 40% available um, through you know when you take that over the course of a year. Um, solar, for example, much less, and and you we, we do know that the 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 solar will produ- produce the most in the summer, um, which is probably the, the, the least time of need. So you know you have to take this all into consideration and, and the intermittency does need to be um, carefully planned for, carefully managed, and you also have have to have alternative solutions um, at the times that renewables uh, aren't generating that was Stuart Blondell
0: Chief Commercial Officer at Guernsey Electricity next up our attention turns to youth empowerment and what Guernsey's young people want to see from the island's leaders when it comes to climate action for now thanks for listening you can find me on Twitter at Politics Editor and LinkedIn get involved in the discussion and let me know what you think of what you've heard so far